Hi, friends. The passage today is out of Colossians 1, verses 9 through 12. It's a prayer that Paul prays on behalf of the church at Colossae. And he prays this way, And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who's qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. This is a fantastic prayer to pray on behalf of the body of Christ. So join with me as we pray through this passage. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you. Father, I pray that you would give the body of Christ a burden, that we would be compelled to pray for one another. When we look at the New Testament, so many of the prayers that are recorded here are prayed on behalf of other believers. That if the church is living out the life that the church was intended to display, then the glory of God would be seen in the earth. May we not cease to pray for the church asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. I pray on behalf of the body of Christ that you would fill us with the knowledge of your will. And this knowledge is not mere head knowledge we see throughout the Bible. This knowledge is a deep knowing, an experiential revelatory knowing. May we know experientially, substantively, your will, your desire, all that's in your heart, would you impart it to us in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, a knowledge of your will which transcends earthly logic, which transcends mere human know-how. May we have spiritual wisdom deep in our innermost being, a knowledge of what you desire, a knowledge of what delights you, a knowledge of what's in your heart. Would we have that kind of wisdom and understanding that we would walk in lockstep with you, that the church would display your nature, your will, your ways in everything that we do, not just in our spiritual endeavors, but in our mundane endeavors and how we engage in relationships and how we conduct our finances and how we buy groceries and how we drive to work we would display the knowledge of your will in a spiritual sense, in spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Jesus, when you walked into Jerusalem and you saw a fig tree that bore no fruit, it was cursed. When the king desires fruit, the king deserves fruit. May we walk in a manner worthy of you. May we display your likeness. May we reflect your image to the world around us in a way that unbelievers can look at us and see that we are unskilled, ordinary, untrained men and women, but that we have been with Jesus. We bear the resemblance of our master, of our rabbi. May we walk in a manner worthy of you, fully pleasing to you, bearing fruit in every good work, 
Father, I pray that you would be pleased that the life of the church would be a fragrant aroma. Think of when Moses obeyed you in the wilderness and the building of the tabernacle and leading the people through the wilderness. And often it was repeated that it was a fragrant aroma to you, their obedience, their sacrifices. And I pray that the sacrifice of our lives, the sacrifice of our obedience, which is really no sacrifice at all, but the the sacrificial offering of our being would be a fragrant aroma to you. And when you look on the church, there would be a deep pleasure in your heart. May we bear fruit in every good work. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, may that be the output of our lives, regardless of what that good work is in parenting or in friendship or in vocation or avocation, may the fruit of the Spirit be evident in our lives. And may we increase in the knowledge of God. Again, this is not mere head knowledge, not mere cognition. This is a deep knowing, the type of knowing that Saul on the road to Damascus had of the blinding light encounter of the audible voice of God. The type of knowing that the apostles had throughout the book of Acts and the Holy Spirit spoke to them, led them, that when we gaze at Jesus, when we look upon Jesus, we are transformed as we behold him from one degree of glory to another into that same image. May we increase in the knowledge of God not for mere knowledge's sake, because knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. And like the prayer in Psalm 27, 4, one thing have I asked, this one thing I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, to dwell in his temple. May that be the cry of the church, that we would increase in the knowledge of God. May we see you everywhere that we turn. Romans 1.20 instructs us that the very heavens, that all of creation reflects your glory, that your invisible attributes, your divine power, your eternality are clearly seen through what has been made. May our eyes be open, may we be attentive, that you are our very present reality, that you hem us in behind and before, that you surround us, and like David in Psalm 139, that you have laid your right hand upon us. Such knowledge is too wonderful for us, it's too lofty, we can't attain to it, that the God of the universe would condescend to make himself available, make himself present and knowable to mere mortals. May we increase in the knowledge, the revelatory, substantive, experiential knowledge of God. Being strengthened with all power according to your glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. That's the prayer of Paul for the saints at Colossae that they would have strength according to your might for what? For endurance and patience with joy. May the church today tap into that same well of endurance and patience with joy in the face of trials, in the face of difficulties, in the face of discouragement, that we would endure, that the people of God would run the race set before them, would finish that race, would fight the good fight, and come to the end with no regrets. 
and would endure with patience and with joy. May those two words characterize the church in our day. Would unbelievers all over the world look at the church and say, that is a people of great patience. That is a people of unexplainable joy. May we wear your patience and your joy by the power of the Holy Spirit. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Father, I ask that the people of God would have a revelation of eternity, would have a revelation of the new heavens and the new earth, would have a deep understanding that this temporal life that we inhabit is just that, that the things that are seen are fading away, but the things that are unseen are eternal and that we have an inheritance in the saints, in light, that together the body of Christ will inherit this kingdom of light one day, sit as co-heirs with Christ. And would this revelation produce great thanksgiving that undeserving people have been graciously given such an opportunity as to inherit the kingdom of light for eternity. I pray that that revelation would frame life, that would frame our present circumstances in light of this great calling. Father, this is our earnest prayer on behalf of the body of Christ in this hour. Amen. Let it be in Jesus' name.